The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to our October 2022 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back on the month and talk about some of the biggest trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And today, Tyson has combed through his team's SEO data to help us, on, to help us understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible. Tyson, welcome back to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. What's going on, Ben? Day two, we get to dive into the losers today. Day two, we're going to take a turn to negative town. We yesterday talked about our winners for the month. We talked a lot about a lot of social media companies and how misspellings are working in their favor and how Hilton was able to rebound from a tough start to the month to actually have a positive month. Today, we're going to talk about people who weren't able to rebound. Tyson, talk to me about some of the domains that you noticed that didn't fare so well this month. Who are your losers for the month? Yeah, let's stay stay on the vein that we kind of were hitting on yesterday with brand terms and in the social space. LinkedIn. LinkedIn had a tough month, so they'd be my first loser. 
they had a 38% decrease for the month. And so their biggest loss, (laughs) yeah, not a good one. It was actually the biggest movement or single kind of performance change month for them for the last two years. They had actually like more positive impacts from some core updates in the past. So they had their biggest movement kind of towards the beginning or towards the tail end of 2020. But this was the biggest movement for them. And the biggest driver for that was on brand names. And this wasn't what we saw necessarily with Twitter, where it was all of a sudden jumping into rankings and now ranking for these terms. It was more of a softness across a large body of brand, both misspellings as well as correct spellings for it, but a big decrease with their overall performance on the brand related queries. So Tyson, here's what I don't understand. Yesterday, we talked about a bunch of social media companies that are benefiting from Google changing how they handle brand term misspellings. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all kind of benefiting from this change. And we're seeing with LinkedIn kind of the opposite. Why is LinkedIn getting pushed down to the bottom when it comes to this change that's positive for most other social media channels? Yeah, I think the biggest difference that I saw with the drop is where the gains that we discussed yesterday were more from collection of new keywords that were largely misspellings. And what we saw with LinkedIn was more of a softening on the ranking. So it was more of dropping down, again, across a large body of keywords, a few positions. And so to me, that tells me more of an increase of competition and a crowding of the space. When you look at the size of domain from like Twitter or Facebook, any of these other larger social media platforms, LinkedIn's quite a bit smaller than that. So I think they did have and they were being kind of rewarded before. But to me, this is more of the competition and kind of throwing the weight around, so to speak, of these other larger websites in the same space. All right. So talk to me about some of your other losers for the month. We've talked plenty about social media. Who else got harmed this month? Yeah, I mean, I would stay in this in the same vein of kind of like misspellings. And one of the websites that saw significant decreases which sometimes is used as almost like a filler type website, was um, the dictionary websites. And so the one that we saw the greatest kind of decrease on was MerriamWebster.com. They saw a 12.5% decrease for the month. And a lot of the decrease was in those misspellings. And so Google's understanding the intent behind the misspellings, where they really want to go, They don't need to populate with as many kind of definition type sites, which typically collects this high volume of keywords, but doesn't really offer, I mean, in this case, doesn't offer anything more than just the definition of what that word is. All right. So I assume that you were going to say, all right, we're seeing lots of misspellings out there and Google is figuring out how to handle them. So the dictionary always has everything spelled correctly. They're not benefiting from this. (laughs) I guess that's maybe not the case. And who's winning in it a lot of times isn't just the social media, but it's just not as pronounced when you're looking at the performance charts. And I think an illustration of that within kind of like Webster is things like weather. And so they had a variety of drops on weather misspellings. The websites that gained increases were the actual weather provider sites and then also a lot of times stack rankings for it. So like you'd see weather.gov that was already ranking high on it but they added an additional ranking in the top five for um, weather.gov slash forecast. 
And so again, it's just more of, hey, the intent with that is actually for what the weather is, not for how to spell weather. But I think this will be a space that we're going to continue to see some movement and volatility because obviously it's a moving line of Google determining what are the queries that someone was actually wanting to go somewhere else to fill it versus sometimes the queries where someone actually is looking for the spelling of one of these words. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, so Google is cleaning up their act when it comes to misspelling. Tyson, give me one last loser for the month. Who did you notice that was struggling this month and why? Best for last year. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it's not best in this case, but it was my favorite of the month that I came across, and it's Sears.com. I think a lot of us have forgotten about Sears.com. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, peak holiday time, and Sears had has a really, really rough month. What we saw with them was a 25% loss of their organic visibility. And this really kind of also kind of follows a little bit of the pacing as far as like what's been going on with this company or this brand as a whole. That's interesting. You would think that this time of year, the beginning of the holiday season, that the e-commerce companies would start to pick up. And I always think Sears is one of those, you can buy pretty much everything on their website. That's a good time of the year for them. So you mentioned their brand is struggling as a whole. That means Google's just favoring the Best Buys or the Amazons of the world over Sears? I actually think it's a problem with their website. And so one of the interesting things about it is 2018, the company went bankrupt, it was sold off, and then it's kind of been in this ambiguity state since then. So they have had this kind of like overall decline since then, and they're considerably down, but this is by far the biggest drop or movement. When I looked into the type of keywords and the pages that were losing traffic, the big common theme was not as much of the type of keyword, but was more what URLs were ranking for it. And so in almost all cases where they lost and lost their rankings entirely are search results pages. And so a couple examples of this, you could look at the keyword nutcrackers, the keyword freezer, the keyword vacuums, the keyword toy gun, all things 
that they have inventory and they could be ranking for. But it's these search pages that are the ones that are actually being or were ranking that are no longer ranking. When you go into the Sears site, you do any site search on it, it will generate a page that is indexable by search engines. So when I'm seeing this and when I see like that error, that's a huge vulnerability of the website because it means any backlinked page that someone created and searched on it. And right before we recorded, I did this for a search for Voices of Search. Sure enough, there's a page on it. We could throw some backlinks and probably get Voices of Search Sears page to be an indexed and a self-referring canonicalized URL, which creates a huge flood of problems when it comes to crawl bandwidth, crawl efficiency, and just overall site performance. So why are we not doing this? Why isn't everybody just using the Sears domain to take what little traffic they can have before the the boat eventually sinks? Well, I mean, it wouldn't help us at all because it would just be a page that's literally voices of search from Sears. And then it'll be a search results page on Sears with no inventory or very loosely related inventory. But it's more of like, you never want to have these search results pages indexed. It's a huge vulnerability from just crawl efficiency, page below, all these reasons that you don't want to just generically increase and create a bunch of pages that don't have a good experience. And so it's really something that I would say Sears needs to clean up and needs to close off. Otherwise, they're going to continue to see this decrease in performance because not only are they losing the entire rankings on the search results pages, but it's diluting the signals to the other pages. So you see a softening on the other rankings that they do have to a category page. So I think what we should do here, since we're changing around the format of the voices of search, is actually try to connect some of the losers in our category together. For example, today we can use LinkedIn to try to find out who is running SEO for Sears, and we can point out that you found a huge problem with their website. Hey, we're just trying to get innovative here on the Voices of Search podcast. Tyson, any other advice for some of the domains that you think are losers for the month? I mean, I think that that last one, buttoning up the site search is going to be one of the biggest ones. Otherwise, I would say it's going to be interesting to see how the space evolves within these misspellings and brand keywords. We saw a couple years back, huge movements within e-commerce on these terms. So I think this is going to be a continual volatile space within the SERPs. All right. Well, my apologies to the LinkedIn, the Sears and the Miriam Webster SEO teams. I'm sure we're all working hard to get our jobs done. You're going to be our losers for the month. But hey, we like rebounds. You can always pick it back up and be our winner for next month. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible for joining us. Join us again tomorrow when Tyson and I talk about our losers for the month. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E and a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.